Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Oh, that's probably another holiday package. I used to hurry to the doors so they wouldn't be stolen by porch pirates, but not anymore. Because now I have the new Porch Paralyzer. Developed by a high-tech secret lab at Guantanamo Bay, the Porch Paralyzer runs off your household current and attaches easily to a bank of stealth motion-sensing cameras. So when someone steps onto your porch to swipe that Amazon box, instead of making off with the booty... Oh! That pirate's booty is zapped with 20,000 volts, leaving your deliveries untouched. Sometimes I leave a dummy box on the porch just for fun. Get the new Porch Paralyzer today. Just remember to disable it when your mother-in-law comes over for Christmas. Or not. Ten after seven. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. How much time have you spent drunk during the pandemic? Want to run away to Barbados for a year? You can. And how to wear a mask in this extreme heat. It is Friday, the 10th of July of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. You ever say, boy, I wish I could just forget the last few months? Well, some of us have actively been trying to do that. (laughs) A new survey found the average person, the average person, spent over a week of the lockdown drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Are you really that surprised? No. I was was the average. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm surprised at for, for how long, you know, for how much. I mean, I know that we all had our moments, but they polled 3,000 people. And in the first 11 weeks of the pandemic, we spent 172 hours of it drunk. That's seven full days plus four hours. Wow. I know. Doesn't that seem high to you? Yeah, it does mm-hmm. kind of when you put it in that kind of perspective. And that's just the average. I mean, we had some wine or seltzers or beers every Friday night. We had a little fire night, and we we drank on Friday night and got a little turnt. Yeah. So let's call that let's call that five hours once a week times what eight weeks? Right. Twenty something hours. So you spent just a day. I wouldn't say that we got drunk, but I would say that we absolutely drank a little more as like a coping mechanism. To numb yourself a little bit. It's yeah. a numbing agent. But we weren't wasted. But I would say that there were, you know, we it would be nothing for us to have a seltzer or a beer or share a bottle of wine. Yeah. I mean, when I look at the list, the 10 states that have been the drunkest since mid-March, it's probably not that surprising that South Dakota is number one on that list. Because, I mean, what is there to do up there? God bless them. 468 <laughs> hours drunk. 
That's 19 and a half days worth or a full quarter of the lockdown where they were just wasted. I wonder how much more that that is than it is on just your average every day oh, without yeah. a lockdown. I wonder if they're, yeah. you know, if that's really not all that much right. of an increase. A beautiful country out there. <laughs> it is. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised to see that uh, Kentucky was not that high. Fifty Only 50 hours. You know, I would have expected... It to the be a little higher. Capital to be a little urban higher. capital of the world to be a little <laughs> higher. Well, if you move to Kentucky, maybe you could have upped that average for them a bit. But uh, Kentucky reported some of the lowest numbers. So, wow. congratulations, Kentucky. Meanwhile, have you been thinking about riding out the pandemic somewhere kind of off the grid until the U.S. finally gets things under control? I mean, I know people who've done that. I know that I, I know of a couple that lives in Manhattan Beach, California, and they left and went to Santa Fe and, and stayed there for like the past three months. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get out of because, of course, you know, California's one of the bigger messes in the country and people are just on top of each other. I mean, you just live on top of each other in LA. They reported this morning that the state of Florida is the epicenter of the world right now. Wow. Wow. Of the world. Of the world. And you know, our friend Stacy, who's been wanting to come up here for a while and she's just busy down there making masks for everybody. She asked me, she's like, can I, you know, can I come visit? Is it safe up there? And I started laughing. I'm like, I think it's a little safer than Florida. Yeah. A little bit. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think you might be okay here. Right. At least for now, anyway. Mm-hmm. So here's an interesting option if you're looking to kind of, you know, get out of your situation and go where it's a little quieter, a little calmer, and maybe fewer cases. Barbados just announced that they will be offering 12-month visas for anyone who wants to come to their country to work remotely. Barbados. Yes. You can't just come and hang out and do nothing. You gotta oh, work. You gotta Better. work, but you but working remotely. What kind of job? A lot of people. Well, they're hoping to attract some workers who will help offset the economic losses they're suffering from the big drop in tourism. So, you know, let's say, like, I know someone who works for Oracle in sales, and she's able to pretty much do that remotely anywhere. Yeah, and yeah. she can live anywhere. I heard it's. We actually have that on our vacation list because they do have like all-inclusive resorts and things like that in Barbados. Plus, Rihanna's from there, and every time she goes back home and posts pictures, it just looks remarkable, just gorgeous. Yeah, the The resort we stayed at in Thailand, which I have not found a more beautiful place on planet Earth than the Six Senses Resort in Yao Noi, which is an island off the coast of Phuket, Thailand. And the discounts as they open at the end of this month are ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy what they're just giving away right now. 
If you're fearless and and love to travel, then this is a good time for you. Yeah, and I mean, really try to look at those you know statistics and try to weigh, you know, am I actually safer getting on a plane if it means getting out of here, wherever your here is? They what about also the Barbados thing. Do you have to stay for the twelve months, or are you allowed to like come and go? Um, you know, it's a twelve month visa, so I would imagine you have up to that. So gotcha. if, if you get a bust out earlier, that's probably okay. They also think the 12-month time frame works better during the pandemic where international trips can require long quarantines, both coming and going. Barbados has only had 98 confirmed coronavirus cases and only seven deaths. So all things considered, that could be a good place to ride it out. Hmm. I wonder what they make you do, though, when you arrive. Like, do you have to stay get a sequestered in one room for uh, two weeks? No, wherever you're going, you probably just got to lay low for two weeks, I would think. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how much longer these other countries will be allowing Americans in. Yeah. Well, this Caribbean yeah. island is saying, come on down. Oh, is it, take advantage of it now before they change their minds. For the moment. That's something else you should think about, though. If you go there, you could get stuck. Like, what if we close our borders back to people? There are you know? worse places to get stuck. <laughs> yep. Sure, I think you can make that work. All right. Uh, let's say UFO crashes on Earth, an, un- an unidentified flying object. The U.S. government knows about it, but would they tell the American public? See, I don't think they'd crash. I think we'd shoot them down. Go ahead. <laughs> it's very possible. According to a new survey, the majority of people say the U.S. government would not tell us. Why not? Why wouldn't they tell us? Because we would freak out. Because we would absolutely, the majority of us would lose our ever-loving minds. 56% think the government would hide evidence of UFOs from the public. Only 22% said they believe the U.S. government would be honest about it and share the news and say... All right, here we go, kids. It's on. This is happening. And another 22% aren't sure. I, I would think, think that would be very difficult to contain, though. I was just telling you. might you, want to just level with people. I was just telling you guys this morning, I've been watching Unsolved Mysteries, and one of the episodes, uh, I think it's five or something four. like that, four, takes place in uh, Massachusetts in 1969 when there was a gigantic alien UFO sighting and, and abduction and abduction and that's the thing when i was watching it i was like why is this such a big deal people were afraid and i feel like that's maybe why the government won't tell you because it's so well do you want to hear some theories fearful i've heard theories they've already crashed and they're already <laughs> underground and at different locations mm-hmm. around the world including dayton ohio yeah, Let's, right pad is where they have all the aliens in a basement somewhere. Oh, yeah. I've and there's supposedly that. a lot of stuff going on there. So yeah. let's imagine the aliens were coming here yes. to teach us how to live better, where we didn't use the same um, resources for power, electricity. If they were able to come here and teach us cleaner, easier ways to live that didn't cost any money. Do you think the people in power would want us to know that? If it would affect their pocketbook? Yeah, it's like a conspiracy theory within a, a conspiracy theory. It, oh, boy, it could go deep. Just, you know. 
Not saying that that's the case, because who knows, but do we know? You are flying awfully close to the sun there, Jen Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. When a lot you ask a lot of questions, there. why wouldn't they do it, Jen, answers. for the sake of the planet? You know, they don't care about the planet, people. That they care about power. They care about global warming. I've seen who well, does. I've seen it on the internet. The people. <laughs> they do. You know, they. Which they are you talking about? <laughs> Anyways, I highly recommend Unsolved Mysteries episode four about aliens. It's extremely informative. It is. It's really and it's interesting because it was like multiple people having the same experience in different parts of the area. Yeah, like mm. over a twenty yeah. mile span or something. So it would be yeah. happening all the way from like. Mason to downtown to northern Kentucky. It's a weather balloon. <laughs> this was not a weather balloon. It had beaming rays of lights. <laughs> Just watch it. Oh, wait. I'm going to have an alien experience. I promise you guys, I am. I'm going to go. I'm going to have. I probably have. I think you I may are have already an alien been experience. up on this ship. <laughs> I've either already been up on this ship and they cut me loose or I came here from another planet. Maybe. Why do you think we have the darts? <laughs> the darts that keep me calm. But I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have. That's an experience I'm going to have. I'm going to go out to the desert somewhere and I'm going to call the aliens. Oh, please. I'm going to do tape. it. I'm going to do it. I, uh, I was remembering that that lady gaga halftime show where she had they utilized the all of those um drones, drones. like where oh, they yeah. were there were hundreds of them it appeared and they were all working in sync and oh, yeah. it occurred to me watching that i'm like you know in the dark i mean you can program those things to look like just about anything and lead people to believe that it is something otherworldly things all over the place in the 40s and 50s and 60s they totally did they did it <laughs> That's what they were researching in Roswell. No, I have no idea. Uh, we should probably no. I got time. We got we got time for a few more stories we can squeeze in here. I'm not sure if anyone's buying Bush Light for the taste. I mean, you buy a beer like that for the price, no? And um, yeah, the price. But this is happening. Anheuser Busch is rolling out a new fall flavor of Bush Light. What how is does, it? How does this sound? Bush Light Apple. I just don't know how I feel about these I would flavored eat it. beers. I would eat it, drink it. I mean, I like Apple Orchard. That's like an apple cider type beer. I'd be open to trying it. Totally. Bush Light's not a bad beer as long as it's cold as hell. Yeah. Gotta Out be cold. of a cooler. <laughs> That's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's starting to hit stores now in the traditional Bush Light 30 packs. Yeah. I'm not sure Bush Light is ever sold in any other quantity. <laughs> and there's true. no word on how it tastes. I do. I like the fruit beers, though. Like, I enjoy the summer shandies or when they mix, like, uh, Blue Moon. So I'm sure this was probably going to be pretty good. I'd be down. Hey, you remember when IHOP temporarily changed its name to IHOB? Yes. To promote its burgers? And people were like, what the hell? Yeah, that was like, <laughs> that was considered major news. Before we had things like COVID mm-hmm. and other important social issues going on in the world. Well, it looks like Big Boy is pulling a similar stunt. Uh, the Big Boy, the national chain, just changed their mascot from Big Boy to a girl named Dolly. They changed the logo on their website and social media. What is that? They we talk about aliens, and now something's pounding on the building. I know. The whole building is shaking. Oh, that might be what they're working on in the lobby, you think? Oh, you think they're down? 
I don't know. Now the whole building like it was like, shuddered. Bam, oh my god, that was freaky. Bam. Oh, there, there it went is again. again. Yeah, they, oh. they got to be working downstairs. Well, somebody needs to investigate because I'm going to get very anxious. <laughs> We're on the fourth floor. I do believe in space. <laughs> How convenient, though. We talk about aliens, and now something's happening in the building. I know. Well, it's not the aliens. It's Jen. She's the one that's. It's they. <laughs> it's they trying to shut us up. <laughs> And she's not even that old yet. Like, wait till she, you know, give her like another 10 or 20 years. You just wait. Give me a little more time to read things. Yeah. And it's going to get research. really interesting. Give me more time for you think she's nutty now. Yeah. Roll tape. This is called, I'm just open. I'm not going to say, I, I've seen too many things. Where's Jen? She's in the desert. She just did some mushrooms. She's trying to talk to the alien. Whatever happened to her? I don't know. If I got a story for you, man. She's hosting ayahuasca retreats in in the Amazon. I know. Uh, you know what? Weird. Krista and I love sedona arizona we've been to sedona and it's just it's a magical place on earth and it is it's an it's a vortex yes you know i could see myself like you know many many years from now just kind of hanging it up and chilling down there she's gonna end up down there oh yeah that's what's gonna happen we can't break you two up what i gotta pick another place now so funny there are a lot of spiritual places on the planet there are worse places another one Sedona's pretty sweet. Yeah. You've never been either. No. You would love it. There are just some places I just don't think I should go because I would want to go there now. Yeah. You know, it's, I wouldn't have the patience, I think, to wait to retire. It would, it would inspire it would you. It really yeah. would. But, yeah. you know, it could also give you a path, you know, yeah. a goal. Well, I mean, I felt that way about Costa Rica. I mean, just knowing yeah. for the, it's a blue zone, you know. Right. I mean, it's where... It's one of the four or five places on the planet that has the most number of people to live past 100 vi- with vitality I yes. mean, with health and wellness. And a lot of that has to do with the biodiversity and just uh, the way that they that they live. And it's you're it's, feeling ooh. exactly how I felt when I came back from Costa Rica mm-hmm. and then I went to Thailand <laughs> and it what doesn't it even compare it blew it yeah. away. Yeah. How many aliens- is that a blue zone there, too? I don't know. How many alien encounters have they had in Costa Rica, though? Well, probably not very many because the aliens all come to where the, um, <laughs> that's not the kind of places they hang out. They only they, go to cornfields in Massachusetts. Go, no, <laughs> well, that's where they, yeah, those, that's where they come in and out and leave messages. But uh, they go to where all of the nuclear, they, they hang out close to nuclear places because they're worried about us destroying each other in the planet. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. <laughs> well, I'm going to take this story from the top because we have really <laughs> veered off. Start again. So just to recap, for those of you just joining us. Uh, <laughs> what are we talking about again? I know. Jen's in the desert. <laughs> the <unpaid. laughs> Uh, remember when IHOP changed to IHOP, they were promoting their burgers and that was considered big news. Okay. So, uh, big boy is pulling the same stunt. They just changed their mascot from big boy to a girl named Dolly. They changed the logo on their website and social media. But as far as we know, they have not changed the big boy statues to 
dolly statues. And it appears that this is a temporary move, even though they're pretending it might be permanent. The whole dolly rollout came as Big Boy introduced a new chicken sandwich called the dolly. So they're a little bit behind in the chicken sandwich wars, about a year behind in the chicken sandwich wars and two years behind in the stunt rename wars. Yet we're still talking about it. And this is the big boy company in Michigan that's doing yeah. this. I was reading a little more about it yesterday because I was like, wait, what? How are so, they related to Frisch's big boy? They're, they're not. They're not. They're so two separate. French, yes. They just happen to be called Big Boy and have similar types of sandwiches. Because the Big Boy, I read about this because Jackie Rowe from Game Day, who represents the marketing part of Big uh, Frisch's, had issued this big long press statement because everyone was like, wait a minute, is that happening here? And it's evidently like a different, like Big Boy is like the franchise and then you can do different, different I guess, companies ways have, of doing take it. Them, have taken them over throughout the years. Correct. So around here, it's Frisch's. In Michigan, it used to be Elias Brothers Big Boy, and now they sold it to some other company. Yeah, and down in the southeast, I want to say it's like Bob's Big Boy or something like that. So there's a lot of different big boys out there. And when we were in Seattle, there's a house on Bainbridge Island that actually has their very own personal big boy statue, as big as what you see in front of the restaurants. That would be fun. Stop in for a... Right there in the front yard, man. For a Mm. sandwich? Oh. Took a picture of it. I'll dig it up and I'll send it to you. It looks cool, though. You know, kind of quirky, kind of decorative. Uh, 729, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We're going to take a break here. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.